The Free Vision app is where you'll find a growing range of on-demand audio and video to help you look to God daily. Search Vision Christian Media in your app store. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. One of the problems that many people have is reconciling the supposed wonder and joy of Christmas with the humdrum realities of their lives. How how do you do that? How do you take this Christmas message and make it real in your life? That's what we're going to be chatting about on the program today. Hi, I'm Bernie Diamond, and welcome again to a different perspective. I really encourage you to stick with me because at the end of the message, I'll be telling you about our free daily devotional, Fresh, to help bless you at this special time of the year. There is something incredibly powerful about business as usual. If you think about how your life has played itself out so far, I suspect that it's been 99% humdrum and about half a percent of wonderful mountaintop joy and another half a percent of tragedy and loss. Sure, some people seem to have better lives than others. Some are born rich, some are born poor. And very sadly, for some people, life is one long tragedy. I wish I could wave a magic wand and take all that away for those people who find themselves in that boat, but I just can't. And yet for most of us, most of our lives are occupied by the normal, everyday, business-as-usual monotony which consumes most of our time, most of our attention, and most of our focus. Am I right? But beneath that monotony, there is always, always, always a sneaking suspicion that there must be more. You've had that feeling, right? This sense that something's oppressing you, something's diddling you out of the sort of life that you think you should be living. There are, in fact, very few people on planet Earth today that don't have that feeling. I used to have it, but I don't have it anymore. I've always been someone who's tried to get out there and live life to the full, and all along, as hard as I tried, something was missing. Things weren't quite right, and I couldn't put my finger on it. I want to wind the clock back to what was going on in the history of Israel around when Jesus was born. Not just the history of the nation, but the lives of the ordinary people like you and me. In fact, there's a particular bunch of guys I want to focus on, because they, to me, exemplify this business as usual. But something was not quite right in their world. What am I yabbering on about here? I'm talking, of course, about the shepherds who were out watching their flocks by night. Now, no doubt you've sung the Christmas carol many times and heard their story many times. By the way, the fact that they were out there watching their flocks by night makes it pretty certain that Jesus wasn't born in December, Israel's winter. Average December maximums of 15 degrees Celsius or around 60 degrees Fahrenheit, and of course nights were quite a bit cooler. So in winter they generally brought their sheep into town where there was a communal pen where they were cared for overnight. So even though we celebrate Christmas in December, it probably didn't happen then on the first Christmas. Anyhow, here were these guys living out their business as usual, tending their flocks by night. But they weren't living as free men. They were living as men in an occupied country. The Romans, of course, had occupied and ruled most of the known world back then. And in fact, the Romans had been the rulers for the last 60 or 70 years in Israel. Now, in the overall history of Israel, that's pretty short. But for those shepherds, it was all that they could remember. 
The Romans were tough taskmasters, and what made it even harder for the Israelites is that they knew they were God's chosen people. They knew they were meant to be free, and so they expected, kind of, sort of, maybe one day, for God to send them a king, a messiah, as he was called back then, God's anointed king, in order to boot the Romans out and restore the kingdom of Israel to set God's people free. After all, God had done it before. He'd set them free from captivity in Egypt. He'd set them free from captivity in Babylon. He'd set them free from the Seleucid Empire through the Maccabean Revolt only a century and a half before. That was their simplistic understanding of what should be going on. So there they were, business as usual. But something wasn't quite right. They were oppressed, and that simply wasn't the way it should have been. They were being robbed of the freedom, the the life that they knew that they were entitled to as God's chosen people. Does that sound vaguely familiar to you? Does that sound like anyone that you know? Now, people back then were kind of expecting this Messiah to come. But when you and I use this term Messiah, we think of Jesus, right? That's not who they were thinking about at all. They were thinking more about a strong warrior king, someone like King David of old, who could master an army, defeat the Romans, and set the people free. After all, isn't that what God had promised to David years before? Second Samuel chapter 7, verses 12 and 13. He said to David, When your days are fulfilled, and you lie down with your ancestors, I will raise up your offspring after you, who shall come forth from your body, and I will establish his kingdom. He shall build a house for my name, and I will establish the throne of his kingdom forever. So in effect, they were looking in the wrong direction for a saviour because they misinterpreted what God was on about. They thought they were going to get another King David. Again, a bit like, in fact, a lot like people today. That's what was going on in the popular consciousness of ordinary people like those business-as-usual shepherds back then. And in many respects, it's what's going on in the popular consciousness of ordinary people today. People are looking for someone or something to set things right. They know life's not all that it should be, so they turn to money or career or reputation or luxury or holidays or friends, you name it. They turn to it expecting it to make things better but it never does. People have been looking in the wrong direction for a saviour for thousands of years, just like those shepherds. And then God breaks into this world in such power and with such might and in such a surprising way that we can't even begin to imagine what he's up to. In that region were shepherds living in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. Then an angel of the Lord stood before them and the glory of the Lord shone around them and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Don't be afraid, for see, I am bringing you good news of great joy for all the people. To you is born this day in the city of David a Saviour, who is the Messiah, the Lord. This Messiah, this Saviour, he wasn't what they expected him to be. He still isn't what we expect him to be. What are you expecting Jesus to be? As we roll inexorably towards Christmas yet again, what are you expecting to discover? Or are you so busy looking in a different direction that you're going to miss this amazing, surprising Jesus? Or are you running away, as I was for many years, because like the shepherds, I was kind of afraid? This idea of God breaking into history by becoming one of us is too startling and too incomprehensible to begin to make sense. Just listen with me quietly to what the angel went on to say to those startled, frightened, business-as-usual, confused shepherds. 
This will be a sign for you. You will find a child wrapped in bands of cloth and lying in a manger. And so when the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us now go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has taken place, which the Lord has made known to us. So they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the child lying in a manger. When they saw this, they made known what had been told to them about this child, and all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds told them. But Mary treasured all these words and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen as it had been told to them. Luke chapter 2, verses 15 to 20. Seems to me that you and I, like the shepherds, have a choice. We can continue to get on with business as usual, stay in our field and ignore Jesus. Or we can go and check him out for ourselves. The only question that I'd ask is this. So how well has your business as usual worked out for you so far? We love sharing the gospel with as many people as possible so they can experience a real and tangible relationship with Jesus. So before we go, I'd like to tell you about a free daily devotional to help you and your friends draw even closer to Him. It's called Fresh. Each day you'll receive a powerful scripture verse together with some words of inspiration, hope and encouragement. And the best news is that it's completely free, delivered right to your inbox each and every day where you can choose to read, listen or watch the daily video. Completely up to you. It's God's Word Fresh for you each day. To receive your free e-devotional, just jump onto the website freshdevotional.org. You'll see the fresh e-devotional sign-up waiting right there for you. And as a bonus, I'll also send you a free copy of my e-book, How Can I Hear God Speak to Me? So head across to that website and sign up to receive fresh. I pray that your heart will be touched and transformed as you draw ever closer to Jesus through his word. That web address, in case you missed it, is freshdevotional.org. I'm Bernie Diamond, and I'll catch you again same time tomorrow with a different perspective. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.